Moe's got a booster juice again. Yeah. This is your mango trade? Mango hernia. Hurricane. I thought you were going to say mango hernia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to have the booster juice to deal with the hernia. Like, I don't know <laughs> if that sounds appetizing. You know, I don't know what the ingredient list would be inside of a mango hernia. <laughs> no, I don't want to know. I don't want to know either. Yeah, it's too much. Something that is not good. Uh, but it is your trademark. It is your own endorsement deal. There's no revenue share. Oh, you know what I did today at Booster Juice? I did the uh, a shot of ginger and lemon. Get out of here. Get Just out of here. Just jazzed up after that. You are living a lavish lifestyle. I know. Just killing it out what, here. What what prompted the addition of well, she actually you, asked you? That was a, that's a huge booster at the booster. Yeah, yeah. you're just boosting. Yeah. <laughs> he sure is. You don't boost like that when you go to booster. No, juice. no, I do get a warrior booster. That's fine. Mm -hmm. That's but fine. did you hear what he just said? That's, I mean, good for you, Mo. Shot of you ginger. Know? He put all that in his mango hernia. I don't mind that. <laughs> <laughs> No ginger. Oh. I'm a big. I'm a big ginger guy. Yeah. Yeah, I know uh, you are. Like, such a potent, distinctive, lovely flavor. I'm a big ginger guy. Wait, you're a big fan of the flavor of ginger? I love it. I like the the. <laughs> my hands go up in your <laughs> eyes immediately. Uh, I like the um, effects of ginger, but the taste of it. Is not Get out of here, gingerbread. Gingerbread. You don't like gingerbread? Okay. You don't like ginger ale? Yeah. You don't like... But that's so subdued. You don't like Willie Doo's ginger candies? Remember those? Oh, I didn't have one, actually, but... You ginger guys tea? All ginger tea? Ginger tea? You know what? Gingivitis? Right. <laughs> what? No one wants that. Come on now. Mango hernia? <laughs> oh, oh, no. We're back. Uh, today we have a full cast and crew. We have a... Uh, you know, I would call it a packed house. Last night, I was at a restaurant, Ooh, uh, restaurant? up in Barrie, actually. Oh, okay. I, I should have called you up. I should have <laughs> been like, Mo. I'm in your hood. I yeah. should have been like, Mo. What's happening? Anyway, so I'm, where'd you go? So, so hang on a second. That's not the key part of the story. The key mm. part of the story is that things did not go according to plan. And uh -oh. as a result, the manager of the restaurant kept giving us free things. It was just me and my little guy, and because you know he had the hockey game and whatnot. And they for they didn't put our order in, and that's why I don't want to say the restaurant because I'm not trying to blow, oh, blow it I up. See, I see. Okay. They forgot to put our order in. Right. And then 25 minutes, maybe 30 minutes passed. And not the not the waiter anymore came up. The manager came up. He said, "Excuse me, sir. I need to talk to you for a second. Okay. I was like, "Yeah, okay, go ahead." And he's like, "That order that you made, you never made it. We didn't make it." <laughs> <laughs> and this thirty this thirty minutes this thirty minutes after I got there, he goes, "We didn't make it." And he goes, he he looks at my little guy and he goes, "Um, you like dessert?" Okay. And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah, he's a kid. Yeah, and he's like, you want a dessert? And he's like, sure. He goes, it's on the house. Okay. Right? But my guy kind of uh, had never heard the term it's on the house before. 
Uh, and it's kind so of a, what was his take? It's kind of a weird term, right? It's <laughs> yeah. on the house, right? And so a little bit of time passes, and uh, and and we're still waiting. And he goes, "What? What does it mean? It's in the house." <laughs> in the house. Yeah, it's in the house. What, what? What does it mean? I'm in the house. Something like along, like mm-hmm. he mixed it up a little bit. And I was like, "Huh, that is interesting. It's like being in somebody's house. It's like the." What is it? Su casa, mi casa, my yeah, house yeah. is your house. Yeah. Yeah. It was like the way that he interpreted it as the guy kind of suggesting that that this place was his place now. Oh, wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. That's, That's how nice. he interpreted it. But the story doesn't end there because mm-hmm. there were more problems. With the dessert? There were more problems. The guy comes back and we're still waiting. And he, and he says, hey, little guy. Says, uh, you're only drinking water. Are you sure you don't want something else? And he's like, ah, no, I'm okay. It's fine. And he goes, you sure you don't want an iced tea? It's on the house. Mm-hmm. He's been using that one. He, go, uh, he goes, okay, all right, fine. Brings in a, He goes, how about you, sir? He says, would you like a Bud Light? Mm-hmm. It's on the house. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So now we've got three items on the house. A little bit more time passes. He goes, you guys need some chips. It's on the house. Brings chips and salsa. <laughs> guys, I'm not making this up right now. I don't buy this. I'm not this making a this, lot. I'm not making doing. this up right now. He's walking back past again. He looks at he looks at the little guy. He goes, hey, little guy, you like onion rings? It's on the house. Are you buying this story? <laughs> I'm not buying this story Dude, anymore. I was... <laughs> we got one, two, three, four, five now on the house. There were more things on the house than we actually ordered. <laughs> He's not done. <laughs> this no, is I'm a, done. That was the last item. Okay, oh. well, I thought you were gonna me. go pretty no, no. ridiculous. No, like, that's because because I'm not. The guy making... shows up with his car. And be no, like, no, 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 no. <laughs> because, 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 because I'm not making it up. That's why. That's the real story. But by the time the food had come out, my little guy had eaten. <laughs> so all kinds stuff. of other things, yeah. and he was two iced teas deep. He had the double chip. He had the onion ring, and he's like, I can't eat these chicken fingers right now. Mm-hmm. And so I called up my house. I talked to my other guy, and I said, listen, don't eat anything. Because <laughs> you called your house. I called my house. I said, I said, I said, listen. We got so much on the I, house. I said, listen, don't eat anything. And he said, why? I said, it's on the house. <laughs> That's good. I'm not making any of this up. <laughs> I'm not making any of this up. Mm. We do have a show here today. It's not all about the antics of last night, but the antics are the antics. Things happen. You're out in the world. Things happen. Sometimes you're curious. Honestly, we left the restaurant and uh, we started cracking up immediately before we got to the to the car. We just couldn't believe it. I never had an experience like that in my life. No, that's hilarious. It just kept going. Anyway, listen, you guys want to hear about this iPhone SE, the new iPhone SE. That's all you want to know in 2022. The most exciting release of, of the year so far. Yeah. The most unexpected release of the year so far. The most shocking release of the year so far. Of course, it's none of these things, but it is interesting and worth analysis because Apple is the only company that can do this. And we said this during the broadcast of the, uh, the keynote. Do they even use the word keynote anymore? The presentation. Mm. Because it sure ain't a keynote. 
with all the zooms and pans and ups and downs, with all the ins and outs and the drone shots and the mm -hmm. ceilings that look like this one. You can do an edit there, Will. Yeah, that ceiling right there. <laughs> okay. I'm just helping you out, man. All right. I'm just helping you out. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they're the only ones that can do it. And there are people that this is uh, exactly what they want. And I spoke in the past about sort of the tactical aspects of how Apple approaches these products and, and my interpretation of these things, which is, of course is speculative. Uh, not wanting to cannibalize the iPhone 13, the flagship model. Mm -hmm. Not making it seem like, why would I want that? Right. But if you go and put an A15 bionic chip in there, and the thing is that powerful, mm -hmm. now you need to start toggling back certain features right. so as to not create a scenario where one is competing with the other, where you're carving out a distinctive space mm -hmm. for each product offering and each price point. Right. Uh, so this one hangs around a little bit longer, but it absolutely crushes Geekbench scores. So you have the most powerful phone you could ever want, housed inside of an antiquated form factor. Very interesting. Mm -hmm. You know why though? Because speed is something that no one could complain about. Even a type of individual who wanted the most traditional form factor. Even, uh, you know, your grandpa, he's like, that's what I like. Mm -hmm. I like my touch ID. Mm -hmm. I need a place to hold. I don't need a gigantic phone. I'm not trying to have, um, uh, a polished brick in my pocket, like something Kirk would carry around with the glossiness and the uh, reflective chrome-like stainless accents. That's you? 100%. I don't know, aren't you carrying a 13-something or other? Yeah. See, there you go. All of you guys, what happened in this place? No, I'm still holding the 12. This place used to be cool, man. <laughs> now it's a bunch of Apple logos. That's all it is. One of us. <laughs> I won't, I won't be us. surprised. I won't be surprised. There's a bunch of iPhone SEs in here pretty soon. You guys are like, yeah. You guys are like, this is the best phone right now for the money. This is the best value. Come on, Lou, join us. Join us. <laughs> uh, so anyway, okay. this thing benchmarked like crazy. Absolutely bananas. Uh, the model identifier for the new iPhone SE shows a single core score of 1695 and a multi-core score of 4021 for reference. And iPhone 13 is 1672 and 4481. Mo, what did you notice there with well, those numbers? It beat it in one of the categories. Get out of here. Really it beat it. It beat it. And it's a $429 phone. It, it, it really the price, screws right? you up because yeah. typically performance comes with price when we're talking about performance. So again, Apple's approach is so different than the rest of the industry here. When the rest of the industry looks at a value phone, you know what they do? They what go they with do? a weaker processor, right. but they still give you a nice big screen, mm -hmm. a modern uh, screen to body ratio, a bigger battery, more RAM. They give you all the other things, but then they toggle back the chip. Apple does the complete opposite. They give you their flagship performance, but they put it in a package that's from 1992. Yeah. Great year, by the way. Kirk knows what happened. 1992. Kirk knows what happened in 1992. <laughs> a, whole, a whole lot of dancing. Mm -hmm. A whole lot of good rage. You're talking about dance mix. Oh. 
But actually, I think Dance Mix, the least the one that stands out in my mind, Dance Mix 95. Really? Four, three, two, one. 90 was not. <laughs> Will's the only one that went with me there. He's like, wait a second. What's going on here? Okay, then what about NHL? 94? Also, 95 might have... 94, 95. Uh, 429, which is $30 more than the previous model. So not only are they maintaining this device and is it continuing to perform incredibly, but they also they also are so confident in it that they raised the price. 30 bucks to 429. 30 bucks, yeah. Because the 399, I believe, was an attractive number. One thing I am going to say about this is uh, the area that you are really lacking here is battery. Keep that in mind. Right, but you have a smaller screen too. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? It's a tiny battery in that unit. Oh, wow. Okay. So just keep that in mind. All right. Maybe, I don't even think they say the tech specs. They're probably going to say, oh, enjoy all, all day, day battery. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh. But I'm just saying with the last generation, it was the one complaint was the uh, battery life. The camera And that, that so also small. it also speaks to the improvement in battery life for uh, Apple's other models. Right. Uh, specifically the Pro models. Like, like, there's some battery champs in there, but just not here. So, iPhone SE lives to see another day in its current format. It's going to piss certain people off, and it's uh, for other people. Yeah, it's for It's somebody. going to be exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. There's a market for it. 2022, you heard it from Mo. There's a market for it. <laughs> there's a market for Mo. Mo market. Mo, <laughs> mo, mo, market. mo money, mo market. There you go. Mo market, mo problems. <clears throat> Biggie Mo. Actually, mo it was the 20, 25th anniversary of his death, I believe, yesterday or the really? day before, very recently. Biggie Smalls, the millionaire, the mansion, the yacht. Mm -hmm. Don't get carried away. I can't be two days in a row, Will. Come on there, Will. <laughs> Let's hear it. You best not get me going there, Will. Let me just play that track. Extra, extra, read all about it. <laughs> uh oh. Apple is trying to get out of a battery replacement because of exterior scratches. No way these two things are related. This is posted in mildly infuriating. Infuriating. Say that word. Infuriating. Go ahead, Mo. Say the word mildly what? Mildly infuriating. Oh, infuriating. <laughs> Whoa. Now I can't speak. <laughs> Mandela effect. That's not what that is. <laughs> Try it again, Mo. No, I can't. Try I'm it again, Mo. I'm not double-dipping. Willie do, mo, come mo. save me here. Mo money, mo markets. Mildly infuriating? Is that what it is? Really do, ladies and gentlemen. Really do. Nobody do like Willie do. <sighs> More money. <laughs> <laughs> this What's guy, happening? this guy went to Apple with his AirPods Max, and he said the battery is shot. I need a replacement, and it's under warranty. Uh, help me out. And the Apple Store said, "You know what? That's funny about your battery. We think it has to do." with the scratches on the outside of this device. We think you're somewhat responsible. Mm. 
he says the two things are not related. They say, oh, they absolutely are. You're one of these guys that uh, treats your stuff like crap. You're one of those guys? You're one of those guys. <laughs> Bo is so skeptical right now. I don't... This is a weird story. So they didn't change it? They said, no, we're not going to do it? Even not, though it's... Not as far as, like, uh, under warranty. Oh, he'd have to pay for it, like... Uh... But you know how that goes with Apple. They'd be like, you know what it's going to cost? You got to get a new pair. It's not really worth it. Mm. Outside of warranty, it's typically not worth it. I know things have kind of changed a little bit, but I was in the Apple repair business for long enough to know that they would much rather you just buy a new one mm -hmm. as opposed to go through the hassle of making another one. But uh, in this case, you know, they would just say generically there's other contributing factors to the failure of this particular device. And then you would be left to guess what exactly that is. Now, what they did in that photo, oh, Willie Do is doing a little later case Pro Ball. Yeah, why not? You could have, he could have got the repair if he mm. would have had the Kevlar on the outside. This is super. And it looks sick with it. Super too. easy install. It's a beautiful, smooth uh, finish. And it's two seconds. Yeah, two seconds to put it on there. No excuses. It's even, a nice even, uh, click, too. It's a very satisfying click. So, anyways, they send a picture of the reason why, right? The hard, there's a hardware issue affecting the device, is the new issue. And then photos of the new issue, which is just some scratches. So they're like, we just believe you beat it up. And then that's affecting your battery, I suppose. Hmm. It, by the way, those scratches for the, like the people listening, it's not that bad. Around the edges, you see like white little tinks. But I feel like that could happen if you just put it in a bag with keys in it. Mm hmm. Our technicians carefully inspected your product and found another issue. In addition to the one described in your original repair request. Please let us know if you want to uh, proceed. Pay your remaining balance at the Apple store or your device will be returned. His original issue was battery and charging. So it could have been battery life or the fact that it wouldn't charge. But he's pissed now. He's in the mildly infuriating yeah. uh, subreddit here. And there's some replies, actually, where individuals have said, hey, I used to work at the Apple store and this shouldn't affect it. They're saying with these scratches and stuff. Well, yeah. someone can look at it and... Like, know that scratches won't affect the battery, especially if it's exterior, and it's very minimal. But, you know, we have to at least open, and by the way, I'm not trying to infuriate the mildly infuriated guy anymore, mm -hmm. <laughs> but maybe they thought some kind of trauma or dropping, dropping had, sure. had somehow impacted some other aspect. That, that, and yeah, there's, that and it's hard to take a picture of this, whatever this extra issue is. By the way, I'm not trying to mm -hmm. discount the guy. I'm sure, I think he should get the battery. Same. Just give him yeah. the battery. You're Apple. You're Tim. You're, you know, give him. Uh, my phone was, ha here's another example we, we, we can read here. Uh, there's another guy here. His phone was having issues. He called tech support because he figured out on his own the phone was part of a batch where 25% had a battery default. So they said, a defect, I think he meant to say. They said they will fix it for free. I sent it in. It had a small chip in the top right corner. They wouldn't fix the, the uh, de defective battery unless I also fixed the corner chip, which was about $150. Then he says, that is straight extortion. Like everyone, I need my phone for work, a new phone. And it was a new phone, so I wasn't going to toss it. Yeah, there's all kinds of funny business that goes on in this thing. Mm -hmm. And that's why people are uh, so committed to the right to rep repair stuff yeah because it opens up another avenue when apple just decides hey uh no thank you 
and now you don't have to chuck it in the garbage and be quite as wasteful. You might find a way to make those uh, AirPods Max work, and they cost about a billion dollars. Yeah, those headphones. They're really expensive. So you wouldn't want to toss them because they had some scratches, right? No. You no. Should, you should slap a later case on them. Oh well, so that, that doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah, 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 you're going back down that road right there. That's a fair point. Uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, too bad for that guy. Who knows? Maybe Apple will uh, see that post. Maybe he's got some, maybe things will change. Maybe mm-hmm. he's got some other uh, type of recourse. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's going to call up Lewis Rossman. Shout out. Mo? Don't know who he is. Mo, maybe he's going to call up Lewis Rossman. Okay. Hands-on video shows how green iPhone 13 and 13 Pro look in real life. Well, the, the, the Pro model looks so much like the previous green model, which makes you wonder why they didn't just... Do it at launch. Why didn't they have it in the first place? Yeah. They want people who like the green so much, which, by the way, Mo, is the color of envy. (laughs) Throwback (laughs) to yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) It's also the color that is nicely uh, gracing the top part of your headphones and couch right now. Mm -hmm. So you tell me what's what. Mm. You tell me what's really... Who's really This is the conspiracy here. drums. The drums of conspiracy. <laughs> you didn't know about that, Kirk? That uh, was yesterday. The drums of conspiracy. All right, play the first look here. Let's uh, let's see. Maybe it is a little different. I don't know. They're definitely between the two. It's different. But the thing is, on the Max model, since you have that uh, matte finish to it, Everything looks pretty uh, subdued as far as colors are concerned. Mm-hmm. To me, the green on the other one is more interesting on the regular. What, what is these artistic? This looks like Kirk edited this video. <laughs> <laughs> this looks like uh, one of the shorts that Kirk's been posting over there on uh, Later Shorts. People didn't even know that exists. Shout out Later Shorts. Kirk's been putting in work, man. Endless hours of, and uh, Will's gonna open it up here. Look, look at his uh, his, prof- his profile image. <laughs> you have no idea what's on the other side of that click. It's like some Alice in Wonderland type of. You're like, uh oh, I don't care. Trip. Yeah, like, do I ever come back from this click, or am I just uh, buried alive? Willie do. Willie do. That's yeah. a that's a doo-doo right there. Uh, you need to do hey, a sh- you need to do a short for his Bronco order. Yes. You need to find a way yes. to turn his half, half hour, hour Bronco <laughs> order into one minute. That's a serious task because that was a hefty moment in yesterday's episode. You want to you want to just qu- qu- do you want to just quickly just quickly let people know what happened who weren't there. <clears throat> um. I told Lou that I put a deposit on a Bronco, and he went crazy. <laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> oh, you put a deposit on a Bronco? Oh, yeah. Uh, he doesn't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, what model? Black Diamond. Easy. What color? Carbon gray. <laughs> you got you got some compliments that you did the perfect build. There were a couple comments oh, yeah, that said you it. did. Can you imagine you did the perfect build? <laughs> well, a thousand hours of uh, Bronco videos. Right. You're saying it was it was bound to happen. Yeah. 
after the amount of time you put in. It's a fair point. Anyway, keep an eye on this later shorts channel. It's about to blow up. It's the next big channel on YouTube. About to hit the trending page, thanks to Kirk's edits. But let's talk about the green phone. It is a, uh, a, a, a sort of a military green going on. I tend to find the greener green to be a little more interesting. Same. And the other one just looks a lot like the previous green that they had. It's still good, but I like the newer green. It's slightly the darker, less. Darker, deeper green. Although if you, wait a second. Wait a second here, Mo. If you look at them side by side, here's what you're going to notice. The, little the camera section. Has been flipped. The camera section is the reverse yep. of the main portion of the phone. Go ahead, Mo. No, yeah, you're right. It does look like that from here. But it's a little hard to tell. This video is a little... Yeah. Break it down, Mo. It's constantly changing exposures. This guy's got a little music in the background, too, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah, he's like playing oh, this in the is background. Nice I mean, he's just having a real vibe himself. That's 50,000 views. I don't know. Is anyone buying this green iPhone? Certainly, surely some people are because there's there, there are truckloads currently... Uh, there are ship, uh, there are ships full of them. They're traveling across the ocean right now. Can you imagine? Do you have a visual of that? Just green phones. Good luck to everyone. It's a green phone. Mm. Tesla is going to pay Ukrainian employees for up to three months if they are conscripted to fight. An internal email obtained by CNBC outlined steps Tesla is taking to support Ukraine. For instance, Tesla will keep Ukraine employees on payroll for at least three months if they're called back to the country to fight. That would be, uh, well, they say called back, meaning Ukrainians right. elsewhere in the world right, right. who may have a job at Tesla, one of Tesla's facilities somewhere else. Mm -hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be in the San Francisco area. It could be in one of their facilities in Germany, for example. Mm. <clears throat> Anywhere around the world. It could be anywhere around the world. Well, that's really cool. This is similar to what McDonald's did too, right? It, McDonald's just said they didn't even put a time limit on it. They just said they're going to continue paying. They said, hey, we got like 60,000 employees or whatever it was. Yep. You remember the number? 62,000. So it was some huge number. Yeah. They said, we're paying. Yep. We got, we're closing the stores, but we're paying. Mm -hmm. I don't know for how long. How long can you keep paying people who we have no stores? I have no idea. But I have a story, which is a follow-up on that, which is going to blow your mind. Oh, okay. You're very dramatic today. It's going to blow your mind. Well, I'm excited. Hey, man, it's going to blow your mind. <laughs> okay. <laughs> terrifying. <laughs> Don't you want to have your mind blown? <laughs> okay, okay. I was like, leave me alone, please. <laughs> Holy crap, he's looking at me for too long. Dives behind uh, the couch. <laughs> Holy crap, he's still looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's his internal monologue. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe he's still looking. Oh, man. Thank you, everybody, for joining today. That does it for the show. We'll see you <laughs> <in a minute. laughs> uh, anyway, good for Tesla. It's obvious where Elon stands on the matter. I mean, who's sending the Starlinks? He's a... No war type thing. He had to make all those comments about oil and gas, even though he's trying to sell you electric car. It's obviously uh, become such a situation globally. And they're, uh, it, yeah, his position is, let's, uh, 
try to support however possible. I guess that includes paying Ukrainians who may have to go back, continuing to pay them for up to three months. Though something tells me, I don't know, I hope this thing is over in less than three months. Same. Mm-hmm. But they may have to reevaluate that if it goes beyond three months. What a crazy thought. Conscription in 2022. Mm-hmm. Conscription. Uh, this is a video showing a Russian armored convoy caught in a Ukrainian ambush on the way to Kiev. And this is this showcases why it's so hard to invade and or occupy a place because you're kind of a sitting duck. You are in these vehicles, you're moving into areas, not necessarily knowing what you're about to encounter, and it and it opens up the opportunity for the ambush. Nobody wants to be ambushed. No. You don't want to be, you don't want that information gap. They can smell you from a mile away, right? They say, okay, uh, we just got a call from the town over that they're going to be here. If they travel at roughly the same speed, maybe they have satellite imagery. I don't know what they have. And they say they're going to be here at this time. Let's get the the rockets and the guns ready for when they roll in. Mm-hmm. And now you can be covert, you can hide, you can be prepared. Right. Well, this video clip does a great job of uh, illustrating how this works. Go ahead and play a little bit of it, I guess. It's actually uploaded on YouTube if you want to go there. Uh, But actually, just scroll down. I I believe it's embedded. You just got to get that mouse move in there, Will. And you can see how they set up, by the way. Actually, those are good images you're going to want to show off. Look at this. You know, you can set up. Uh, dirt piles mm-hmm. and everybody's hiding. Right, yeah. Everybody's hiding. Got a lookout. Everybody's, you know, keep going, keep scrolling here. Uh, we have a map showcasing some of these uh, operations. Keep going down. Oh, that was the embedded video at the top. I guess they're going to make you watch an ad first. What's going on? I mean, we got to show the video. It must be at the top, yeah. Maybe you got to hit a refresh. This doesn't, it it doesn't make top. any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, what is with these websites? They want, you click on a, an article, which is about a Russian uh, tank ambush, and, and and you get a frisky groundhog. Like, what do they know that we don't know about Willie Do in his browser? Yeah. Frisky groundhogs. All right, so look at this town. You roll up, it's a just a little pocket of houses alongside the road. Mm-hmm. You're just rolling in. You see how they keep the distance between the vehicles? So that, like, one explosive can't, and check it out, boom, bang, 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 and you're going to see they start moving out. We're we're getting hit here. They start running back to their vehicles. Mm -hmm. We got to get out of here. We don't even know where, we we can't spot where it's coming from. No. We got to roll out. And then they're gone, just like that. They got to roll out. Well, In the suburbs out. I mean, you just can't even imagine. You just can't even imagine. On either side of it, just bombs going off, and but hey, the defending when you're defending, there's an advantage. Mm-hmm. There's a strategic advantage to defending. Home court advantage. It's not time for those type of things. Okay, but what you get what I'm saying? Not a time for. <laughs> yes. I agree with you. Mom. Absolutely, a home court <laughs> I got advantage. You. Home court, home field, home uh, stadium, home, all homes. Mm-hmm. You know the lay of the land. Like, somebody doesn't want to be an intruder in your place. You know everything. Yeah. You know the nook. You know the cranny. Nice. It's in the house. I mean, you got Kovu, so leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, <And> that's true. <laughs> Kovu. 
I mean, he might not he might not bite your face off, but he's going to run into you pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you a mean belly rub. Your yeah. knees are going to know about it. Yeah. The back of your leg's going to know about it. He'll aggressively smell you. Uh-huh. It's going to be sore for three and a but half days. But it is days. an intimidation factor regardless because it's just you just you're just like, "Oh, there's a big dog over there." And he's so loud when he's running at you. Yeah, it's an intimidation factor regardless, no matter what. Better stay away from Mo's place. He knows the lay of the land. Mo's got the home court advantage. <laughs> UK sanctions have affected Roman Abra- Abra- Abramovich. This is the uh, oligarch, the Russian billionaire, owner of the Chelsea Football Club, mm-hmm. who's been on the ups and downs with this thing in a big way. He was, uh, first of all, saying, I'll step away. And I'm going to leave it for other people to manage in the meantime. Right. Wait for stuff to settle down. Then he's like, oh, man, that's not going to work. I got to, I'm going to have to sell it. Sell it, yeah. And then you started talking about price tags. Remember three, that? Three billion. No, but at first you started at 100 million. <laughs> I did start at 100 million. And, and then, I worked my way up to 3 billion. And then the people, the people were very upset. Yeah. And they said, who's this Mo guy? He doesn't know nothing about soccer. They said, let, they said, let me have that chair. That's what they said. They were knocking at the door. They were ready to boot mm-hmm. you out of there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. $3 billion was a price that was being thrown around. And then they were having to look for an, an owner. And the owner had to be suitable. And this is not easy stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And then some more time has passed here. And these the latest sanctions apparently are making it even difficult to attempt to sell the thing. Now, United Kingdom announced another raft of sanctions on Thursday, targeting seven oligarchs with links to Russian President Vladimir Putin. Among them, Roman Abramovich, Abramovich, who the British government says has an estimated net worth of $12 billion, is one of the few oligarchs from the 1990s to, to maintain prominence under Putin. Uh, he's denied being close to Putin. He also said the proceeds of the sale from Chelsea would go to victims in Ukraine. Um, Did he say how much? Or mm, did he? He did not put a number on it. Hmm. This includes tax breaks received by companies linked to Abramovich buying and selling shares from and to the state at favorable rates and the contracts received in the run-up to the FIFA 2018 World Cup, it wrote. Therefore, Abramovich has received preferential treatment and concessions from Putin and the government of Russia. And that has put a that has put a little obstruction, apparently, in his ability to sell this team, turn it into profits, and uh, move on. So, so it's not just it's not the boats, it's not just the boats and the jets. It's the soccer clubs, otherwise known as the football clubs. Mm-hmm. And the only reason we can't call it football is because we have the other football, in which there's very little kicking. Yeah, there's still a little kicking. There's a little kicking. Not much. Yeah. Which elsewhere they call American football, by the way. Uh, One of the world's deadliest snipers has left Canada to fight in the Ukraine. In in Ukraine. My apologies. I have to help, he says. Canadian sniper. Uh, He says they were happy to have us. Well, this is the thing. Zelensky's been going on record saying, hey, you want to fight? You down with this cause? We'll have you. 
Just get over here. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll set you up. We'll we'll work with you. This is uh, such a badass story. Whoa! Oh, really? World's deadliest sniper. Yeah, is it comes out of title, retirement? Yeah. It's a I guess, it's a right? it's a it's a hefty headline. It's like. Uh, Uh, are you you say you're starting to sound like a, an aficionado? A former Canadian soldier known as one of the world's deadliest snipers arrived to Ukraine to help the nation defend itself from Russia. I want to help them. It's as simple as that. I have to help because there are people here being bombarded just because they want to be European and not Russian. A former sniper, Wally is a former sniper with the Royal Canadian 22nd Regiment who previously fought in the Afghanistan war. He has a kill distance of over two miles, according to the Mirror, and is known for one of the known as one of the world's most deadly snipers. Two miles away, confirmed kill. Good Lord. Two miles. That might be the dude. Two miles. You know what you have to account for in these scenarios, Mo? Two miles? Wind. Go ahead. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with wind. Are you gonna start and end with wind? And, and now I'm gonna end with wind. <laughs> Very well. The curvature of the Earth. Oh wow! Yeah, you gotta I account for the that. curvature of the Earth. Mm. Two miles. Unless you wanted the Earth flat. Earth is flat, guys. I don't think this sniper is. He's not one of those guys. No, I I would bet that he isn't. Flat Earther. Mm -hmm. So right now he's just working as a civilian computer programmer. Mm. Well, his two. And then he job just decides to go back to he war. He said that was the hardest part of making the decision to join the war. He was going to miss his son's first birthday. A week oh. ago, I was still programming stuff. He said, "Now I'm grabbing anti-tank missiles in a warehouse to kill real people." That's my reality right now. Ooh. Mm. That's a badass. What a what a. Oh man, it's so it's so matter of fact. Now I'm in a warehouse getting missiles to kill people. Mm -hmm. The person who talks like that, you don't want to... No. I don't even know if you, if there's joking around going on. I don't even know, like, whatever you were doing with the home court stuff, that's not acceptable. Right. You've already told me that's not acceptable. No, I'm saying to him it's on. He said to me it was... Oh, right. Yeah, I was goofing with you. <laughs> to him. Oh, well. Hey, well. <laughs> Hey, well, are you having a good time? No, today? no, no. Are you having a good time? Switch the camera to yourself right now. <laughs> right now. Switch it. Come on, Will. You can't leave. There you go. That's Will's having a great time today. Um. <laughs> I'm glad that you're having a great time today. Yeah. He's not, this guy's not taking any crap. No. No. Yeah. I know because you've said badass like four times. So oh, far. yeah. This guy reminds me of John Wick. Okay, okay, scroll down a little bit further. Let's see if there's anything else we need to know about him. Uh, no, this is just more information on the invasion. Yeah, okay, I'm sure we'll hear more about it. A prominent guy, Canadian guy, who would have thought? What's his name? Uh, W-A-L-I. He's 40 years old. Um, yeah, I don't know if it says his full name anywhere, but I want to help. It's as simple as that. Yeah. He only identified as Wally. I don't know, maybe it's a code name or something. Yeah. Or a par partial or a nickname or something along these lines. But mm -hmm. you're right, man. It's nutty stuff. And, Good luck. Uh, Be safe. Yeah, well, 
with the one-year-old son. I mean, he didn't have to do this. I felt he had to do this. Mo, this is the follow-up that you've been waiting for. You said that the McDonald's employees were, were going to keep getting paid from McDonald's HQ. Over 80% of the McDonald's in Russia corporate owned. Right. Over 80% is important. Mm -hmm. It's a key number right there. Because Putin is now suggesting, according to this report, I presume this is a rumor of sorts, suggesting that he'll just open McDonald's. Putin's McDonald's. Mm. Putin Donald's. And McDonald's going to be okay with this? Well, McDo what's, is, what's McDonald's going to do? They're going to call up the sniper? Oh, like he's going to change the name? He makes the rules. We're talking about trademarks? Yeah. Uh, are they going to go over there and defend their trademark? What are they going to do, sue him? Okay, yeah, I guess if guy's breaking all rules, he can break whatever he wants. But. Putin may reopen McDonald's in Russia by lifting trademark restrictions. Hmm. Wouldn't that be terrifying would you would you be oh he's just changing the law then to, uh, for a trademark yes oh so now the customer goes into the mcdonald's they look around they're like hmm something's a little off and you see putin in the back with the hat on <laughs> he's taking your order <laughs> can i get a mcdouble man you're like why is the cashier an oligarch <laughs> <laughs> oh my god mcdonald's fast food restaurants in russia may open again against the corporate sometimes you gotta have a, sometimes it, you know you gotta lighten the yeah. lighten the load you gotta, you gotta lighten the sometimes. load it's funny it's you picture these knockoff mcdonald's yeah. he just goes in he's like no you're open you're open i don't care about trademarks i don't care about logos mm -hmm. you're open and they're like, but we're running out of supplies on the Happy Meal. He's like, I don't care. You got the Putin meal now. So how does that work with the supplies? Well, they would have to change the suppliers to Russian suppliers. They wouldn't be able to get the packaging, presumably. Or he would go probably to the companies that were currently responsible for these things and say, no, we're going to keep having a deal here. You're going to keep printing those Happy Meal boxes. That just makes everything so much more complicated. Of course. On Tuesday, McDonald's announced it would, it would close all of its 847 locations in Russia, but would continue to pay its 62,000 employees. Russia has effectively legalized patent theft from anyone affiliated with countries unfriendly to it. This is the recent development. Mm. Uh, de uh, declaring that unauthorized use will not be compensated. The decree issued last week illustrates the economic war waged around Russia's invasion of Ukraine as the West levies sanctions and pulls away from Russia's huge oil and gas industry. Uh, Russian officials have also raised the possibility of lifting restrictions on some trademarks, according to state media, which could allow continued use to, of brands such as McDonald's that are withdrawn from Russia. It's another example of how Putin has forever changed the relationship that Russia will have with the world. Isn't that so strange, though, how your relationship with McDonald's requires a corporate component? In other words, you like knowing that McDonald's head office has something to do with the McDonald's that you're entering. Right. Like it's uh, it starts with the regulated name. regulated and controlled a little bit. Yeah. It starts with the name. But then once you're in there, you're like, wait. And how how creepy or uncanny it would be to be in an in a knockoff McDonald's with no correlation to mm -hmm. head office aiming to mimic 
the corporate experience of McDonald's. And everything just tastes a little off. Mm-hmm. You know? it's, a, it's a little different. They're slightly different suppliers. They're like, hmm, the fries are a little... Something going on there. Because one of the things about franchises in general, like the idea of Coca-Cola, let's say, is that no matter where you are in the world, you can get it. And it's going to be a similar experience. Right. Mm -hmm. It brings comfort to tourists. Now, Uh I'm not necessarily one of these tourists. I don't mind. I would rather actually most times have the local food. Right, yeah. Then, but... It is a comforting thing, I think, when you see some brands that you recognize in, in when you're when you're in a foreign land. Yeah, McDonald's really must have uh, made an impact that Putin's doing something about it. Well, I would think that people would start to complain about it. I was listening to some intercepted phone calls between Russian soldiers and their families, mm-hmm. and I didn't intercept them myself. <laughs> you're intercepting the phone. I calls. had nothing to do with the interception <laughs> aspect. Okay. But uh, these have been posted on social media for whatever that's worth. It's very difficult to verify. But anyway, in these phone calls, you hear these soldiers talking about these products being removed from Russia, mm-hmm. specifically Coca-Cola. They go, they go, no more Coca-Cola. They're talking to people back mm-hmm. in Russian. I can't believe it. Mm-hmm. So at some point, it does. Yeah, it it's a shock to the yeah. system. It's like, whoa, no more Coca-Cola. And. No more McDonald's and maybe no more whatever. I mean, whatever it is. It, like I was saying previously, it's like you just things keep getting eliminated or affected or impacted until something touches everyone. Exactly. At some point. Yeah. Uh, this is some news, some DuckDuckGo news. DuckDuckGo, the browser for the uh, privacy-focused individuals who want something other than Google's offering. Uh, DuckDuckGo's CEO announced on Twitter that they will downrank sites associated with Russian disinformation in response to uh, Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And this is posted in the uh, privacy Reddit, so it's actually kind of a mixed response. The most upvoted comment is to quote a laughable DuckDuckGo tweet from 2019. When you search, you expect unbiased results, but that's not what you get on Google. No. So DuckDuckGo has said that this is this is the uh, unbiased search engine. And then some are looking at this quote and saying, well, now you've introduced bias. Mm-hmm. Mm. However, you have a response here. The, the second most upvoted comment is saying, well, all search engines work in some way or another around this, attempting to surface the most relevant results. And typically... The most relevant results would be the most accurate, hopefully, or the most authentic and not fake. But it's slippery because you start to try to figure out who has the authority to make these determinations. Google gets the same pressure, Facebook, Twitter, etc. Mm-hmm. Who watches the Watchmen? You know what I'm saying, Will? Mm-hmm. Graphic novel. Um, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. That's my guy. That's my guy. He's drawing on the... He's drawing the thing. Uh, He's ripped, too. Which is kind of funny. He doesn't really have to be, right? Yeah, he chooses to. Yeah, he's just like, it should be ripped. Might as well. I don't know. So will be ripped. Mm. Anyway. 
So I don't know how this impacts or affects people. I'd, I'd like to know something about this in the comments, especially from DuckDuckGo users. I'm still a you know, low-level Google type. They know everything about me. It's terrifying. Yeah. So. Oh, this is you, Willie Do. Uh, Lex Friedman has been talking a little bit on social media about situation in Ukraine, Russia. He's a Russian ancestry and speaks on a subject even before this whole conflict. Has stated that he was going to go talk to Putin in Russia. Yes. He says, Is he still in Russia? Did he come who? back yet? Did he go to Russia? I thought he did. I know he said he was going to, but I don't know. Uh, but anyway, why don't you tell me about why you selected this clip right here? Did I select this? Oh, Mo did. I think I... Oh, Mo, why don't you tell me what, what's going on? Oh, I just thought it was interesting. I just sent it to you guys, not necessarily hoping it would show up on the show, but... <laughs> oh, here we go. Here but we go. Here. here we go. All right, why don't I break it down? It looks to me like uh, Lex Friedman is curious about your own stories. He's actually uh, put out a submission form mm -hmm. because he wants to hear real people's stories uh, in, from the Ukraine and Russia. Yeah, he's I saying anybody, anybody affected with it. Yeah, I think, I think he's, well, I don't think, I know he's very anti-war. Yeah. He's very pro-love mm -hmm. peace. And I presume what he's trying to do here through bringing in real human submissions is bring a human element to what's going on. Right. Because there's a lot of distance right now, even for us. It's like, oh, here's some tanks getting ambushed. Mm-hmm. It's not the most human represent, representation of the situation. No, I totally get what you're saying. You yeah. need to, and this is why even, and and my mother-in-law is in Poland, which isn't Ukraine, but she's close to mm -hmm. the the border. And every so often she'll send stuff over. And it, it's different when it's coming, when it's human as opposed to right. uh, with distance on it. And then, and then, and then it's funny because even some of the things that, that she'll say, people will dispute. They'll say, right. that's not what's happening there. Mm -hmm. And and I'll be like, well, I have a testimony here. He actually says that later in the video where he's like, a, be very, like, if you send me a video, just know that I will be posting it. So think twice before you send it because it will live on the internet. And if people dispute you or have anger towards whatever you're saying, it's going to be public. He put he put like a little waiver in there. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was really interesting. Will's gonna say something. Um, have you guys uh, listened to this episode? I think her name is Nomi Park. No, she I escaped from North Korea. I I heard her on Rogan. Yeah, uh, I know her story. Well, I mean, roughly speaking, I don't know what they went into on this. I didn't listen to this one. Yeah, it's roughly similar, telling her story. Um, and I thought this was a really good podcast for him because he chose the right questions to ask. Um, I, I'm guessing having certain guests in you from Ukraine would have this kind of episode where you're they're talking about a very uh, intimate life. It's just it's just more it's just texture that comes from the real yeah. recount. What's interesting though, if you go back to that last chapter, uh, no no where you were, it's Animal Farm which is the book that I was talking about that I just listened to. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was telling you, because mm -hmm. we did the Audible spot. Right. Shout out Audible. And we were talking about it. 
That's mm -hmm. very strange uh, that he landed on the chapter in this conversation where they were discussing such things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because this was just two days ago we were talking about this. But maybe it's parallel thinking with what's going on in the world right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got a lot of views. Um, Neither of you guys had a chance to listen to it, did you? No, not yet. Not yet. Okay. But hopefully... Well, we uh, were talking about a dramatized version that's on Audible that the BBC oh. did. It's with actual, like, actors. Oh, that's cool. It's kind of interesting. I and my, my kids were listening to it in the car, and they were thoroughly entertained. So... Yeah. Tesla... Oh, we already did this one. Oh. Right. Uh, Fox News anchor calls Stephen Colbert an elitist ASS? It, they're, they're blanked out. Over joke about gas prices. Here's the joke. Today, the average gas price in America hit an all-time record high of over $4 per gallon. Okay, that stings. But a clean conscience, conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. Mm -hmm. There's like an elitist mentality there. Uh, because he can afford a Tesla? Yeah, and I he see. can also afford to pay $15 a gallon for gas, even though he drives a Tesla. Well, I mean, he can afford, yeah. Sure. What, what he can actually afford kind of screws up this joke. I see. If somebody said this joke who was not, not Stephen Colbert, your yeah. friend who drove a Tesla, you'd yeah. be like, ah, that's, that's funny. funny. But it is... I agree kind of with Will. It, it hurts it a little bit that none of this stuff really probably affects him that much. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting there trying to relate to the general public. And to right. the general public, the obviously the $4 really matters. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I'm not really offended by no, this. No, I'm not. It's, it's, uh, but there's news stories about it and it was trending for no, a while. Okay. So you just don't like the joke? Is that what you're saying? You just don't find it that funny because you just ordered a Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, uh, I, I don't really think it's funny, but for him to get chastised like this is, uh, it's oh, very, uh, I see what it's a bigger saying. conversation of like, I see what you're saying. How people are now this, this back and forth left, right mm -hmm. scenario of, of the, what is this Fox news? Like what, which site is it is Fox. Yeah. News. And oh, this was just, no. it was on Fox news, right? What is this? Uh, yeah, yeah, Fox News anchor called him out, right? Megan McCain. Yeah, and then they you look for some celebrity who's on the opposing side, and and you wait to find a way to kind of, I mean, it might just it might just be a crap joke, like it might yeah. just not be all that funny, and and it was it, probably a filler joke in a monologue that he did that was like five minutes, and this took like maybe five seconds of yeah. the monologue you know it wasn't yeah. meant to be a i know and they deal, gotta write those things but they all have the time. to do yeah and exactly the format Fox has the to say formatting something. and then so they come back and say oh he doesn't care about the regular people because he's this elitist type like everyone else mm -hmm. with that particular viewpoint but it is worth noting that this uh gas price thing does affect people but i i don't think that i think the two things can be true i think you can make a joke about it mm -hmm. and you can also state that it is really affecting people. I think it's possible to do both. Sure. Uh, it says it says up here, sixty five percent of Americans live paycheck to paycheck and are suffering from rising gas prices. Yeah, so uh, pro yeah. maybe it's just ill timing it, that it, joke. You know, 
It could be interpreted in many different ways. It's hard with the timing because you're also trying to time it around a time where a lot of people are talking about it. Mm -hmm. And the reason people are talking about it is because it's affecting them. So <laughs> it's it's a personal preference thing, whether you think it's funny or not. Yeah. But it could be just the framing. But but, ga but but gas prices are way up. They are. Right? W weren't you saying... What were you saying to me the other day? You say you hit a new record on your tank. Mm -hmm. Or was that Mo? Both of us. Both of us. Hit a new record. Yeah. Did you hit a new record? No. You haven't hit a new record. I'm filled up. Oh, you will hit a new record. Mm -hmm. yeah. Kirk's gonna hit a new record. <laughs> it's a, it's like a it's like a slot machine. Bing 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 bing. It's not as fun. <laughs> yeah, they're like you win, you lose. Yeah, you spin it and lose every time. Yet you keep playing because you need your car. But I also got the Costco gas. You're lining up for Costco gas now. I could. I could. Oh, he's threatening. <laughs> it's a Costco gas threat. I, I might just line up for that Costco gas. For those that don't know, Costco has a discounted gas price, but you have to line up for it, and you have to be a Costco member. But Kirk is a Costco member because he lives in the suburbs now. Yeah. And what happens is as soon as you get your address in the suburbs, they, they hand you one. They You get the Costco. You get a gift basket. They just get it. They just... And the only thing in there is a Costco card. Welcome to the suburbs. Yeah. I actually haven't been in forever, so... The world's first person to receive a genetically modified pig heart has now died. I that, think we reported on this maybe sucks. like a, a month ago. David Bennett received the heart two months earlier with no apparent short-term complications. Yeah, we were saying it was a, a major feat at the time. Yeah. It, it probably, it still is a major feat even to extend the life. But, uh, and, the, and, the, and the cause of death is still unclear. You have to assume that it has some sort of correlation. I mean, it is such a major, major proposal, this idea. It's so ambitious, you can put a pig heart in it. Yeah. Human. David Bennett, the world's first human to receive a genetic, genetically modified pig heart, has died two months following the historic transplantation. Doctors at the University of Maryland Medical Center, where the surgery was performed, announced his passing Wednesday morning at the time. The cause of death was reportedly unclear. Bennett, 57, received the heart on January 7th, which was announced by the University of Maryland. Three days later, he had been diagnosed with a terminal heart condition and bedridden for months. His severe arrhythmia and irregular heartbeat that can predispose, pe predispose people to heart attack or other cardiac illness made him unsuitable for conventional treatments like heart pump or heart transplant. So mm -hmm. they try to come up with something new to save him. And... I guess it didn't, I mean, it worked out. There were no short-term side effects, but then it failed down the road, which is an uh, unfortunate, sad story. But the, he was he was already in a position with a terminal condition. So I'm sure he was willing to go through with it. We are devastated by the loss of Mr. Bennett. He proved to be a brave and noble patient who fought all the way to the end. We extend our sincerest condolences to his family. That was his surgeon there. Yeah, I guess it's, uh, you're attempting to do some pretty complicated things there. And you are, you are having to consider the fact that every extra day that you're going to get, every extra moment that you're going to get to live here is, uh, with a terminal condition is going to be um, a bonus. Mm -hmm. You want to take a break or? 
Oh yes, we uh, we take a quick break. I'll uh, take a I'll get a lozenge and do a, we got lots lots left to talk about. Yeah. Today's episode is sponsored by HelloFresh. Take the stress out of mealtime, just like Mo likes to do, and I like to do. When you're in a pinch, you still want to eat well. You want to eat a number of ingredients that your body needs. You can't. What do you do? You can reach for a box of crackers in the evening you need nutrition you need sustenance mm -hmm. you got to wake up the next day and be productive so you might need a monterey jack unfried chicken or a sweet chili pork and cabbage stir fry you might need a uh, one pan beef enchilada verde had that before it's dope are you talking about the takeout favorite with Mexican cheese and hot crema? Mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. mine was with the minced turkey. Delicioso, as Dora likes to say when it's on in my house. Will's always got to do it to me at the wrong time of day when I'm hungry. Garlic, herb, chicken. These things are ready in like 30 minutes. Look at that, though. The spinach ricotta ravioli, only 15 minutes plus. It's calorie smart, veggie, and cook together for a little bit of romance in your life. HelloFresh. It's a no-brainer. You can eat these beautiful dishes without all this crazy input and shopping. My God. Shows up to your door. It's so easy to put it together. Everyone's a chef with HelloFresh. HelloFresh has fit and wholesome recipes for satisfying and nutritious meals that you can feel good about with six recipes per week to choose from including low-calorie and carb-conscious options. Warm yourself up from the inside out with limited-time recipes inspired by cozy classics from around the world, like beef tenderloin and cheese fondue, or miso sesame shrimp and bacon ramen. Go to hellofresh.com slash lulater16 and use the code lulater16 for up to 16 free meals. That's hellofresh.com slash lulater16 and use the code Blue later 16 for up to 16 free meals. Okay. All right, I, I, I got to give a shout out to uh, everybody with the super chats. Kirk just informed me. We have Adam's Apple, Fotis, Gregory Molina, who loved uh, yesterday's Bronco order breakdown. Mm -hmm. And uh, also Aja, AJA. So thank you to everybody who sent the super chats. We'll be keeping a closer eye on that. Obviously, we really appreciate it. Uh, it helps keep the lights on. These are very, it's very expensive. The, uh, <laughs> yeah. the full ceiling of lights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who would ever do something <laughs> like that, right? Uh, energy prices. and No, no, actually most of it, the vast majority is off. We can, uh, that's the beauty of it. We can only segment. You control exactly what you need. Lit, it's yeah. fantastic. You know, there's no, no wastage over there. Uh, Amazon has announced a 20 for one stock split and a 10 billion dollar buyback this seems like a, a mo headline right here yeah i like this story amazon on wednesday said his board of directors has approved a 20 for one stock split it's the first split since 1999 oh wow and the fourth since amazon's ipo in 97 wow the the first since 99 mm -hmm. the company also said its board has authorized amazon to buy back up to 10 billion dollars worth of shares this of course comes after Google. Uh, oh, Google. I was actually going to say after Bezos, no longer at the helm. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know if you recall. Yeah. Um, so uh, th this means that uh, now the typical investor, guys like Mo, 
have a little easier path into their into their uh, into Amazon, essentially. Kind of. It's like a perception move. Mm -hmm. It's like um, to make it seem like it's cheaper, but you really just own the same. No, no, no. But I, but I'm saying but I'm saying you weren't going to buy a partial share previously. Actually, now a lot of brokers do fractional shares. Yeah, but I just so, felt like you wanted a full sh full share. Well, yeah, you know me. I want the full one. Ever since, <laughs> ever, you know what I mean? It just, it, why not have it? Yeah. Why no, not definitely. manage it in another way? Uh, let's see what else it says here, Will. Uh, Amazon announced its first stock split since the dot-com boom. The stock soared 6% in extended trading, so apparently people loved it. Mm -hmm. Um... Yes, obviously it's cosmetic. It doesn't make a fundamental change, percentage-wise. Right. But it does. I mean, what was the stock at prior to the split? Three thousand. Uh, yeah, it was around there. Canadian. I'm seeing twenty-nine fifty-five. Oh yeah, three thousand U.S. Let's see the five-day here. Oh no, but let's go before it jumped up like crazy. That's interesting. It peaked over there, thirty six ninety six USD. I don't know if that's the overall peak. Mm -hmm. I guess he's this looking, was during Christmas. He's looking time. at a six month, six Ooh. month thing here. But the buyback is actually more interesting because the buyback indicates that Amazon thinks that their stock value is too low. Because mm -hmm. mm. it, and it's also a nice thing for companies to do for their shareholders. But um, they think it's too low, and that means they have ten billion that they can't use to expand their business. Oh, I don't think they're worried about that. No. They got the money. I think they're. I think they're just fine when it comes to that. Uh, yes. Okay. So it doesn't fundamentally change anything about the company other than possibly making the shares accessible to a larger number of investors because of their cheaper price. I don't know how this impacts the stock trading. I don't trade stocks anymore on any of those fa uh, fun platforms. The, mm -hmm. uh, the well simple. Any of the uh, video game exactly. trading platforms, <laughs> which actually, for some reason, people connect their bank accounts to. Mm -hmm. I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. But I wonder how this would uh, would impact that. Like here, the split happened Wednesday's close. The cost of each share would go from twenty seven eighty five to one hundred and thirty nine, mm -hmm. and each additional holder would get nineteen additional shares. So does that mean now, if I'm in the Robin Hoods and such, I'm one thirty nine for a uh, share? I don't think they've. It's to, uh, maybe eventually. Eventually, yeah, it will yeah. be one thirty nine. Yes, I, I do think that matters. Well, I yeah, know it's cosmetic, it, but I think that matters. Yeah, because it shows you that the um, the company thinks that their stock was climbing high to the point that they had to make it more accessible, and, then, you know, and it will continue to climb high. And another thing about this, by saying it's strictly cosmetic, cosmetics matter in marketing. Absolutely. The way that something looks. Yeah. I still run into people in the world, when I'm in the world, that are like, ah, I was too late on Bitcoin. I can't afford one of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. You do, you realize you don't need one whole bit. <laughs> right. It's up to you. I mean, yeah. you get one if you want, but you don't need. <laughs> so cosmetics do matter. Marketing does matter. And I'm sure that all these things were considered this particular split. A decade of Elon Musk's tweets visualized. I just thought this Whoa. was cool. This is cool. Look at the, well, first of all, the graphic, the it's, way they yeah. did it is uh, very nice looking. Uh, this Got, like, has a little timeline. Yeah, I like the pie chart in the middle that that shows the, the distribution mm -hmm. yeah. of subjects. Mm -hmm. So it's broken up into SpaceX, Tesla, other projects, future and sustainability, finance and crypto, manufacturing and politics. And it's funny to see 
how small a proportion politics actually is. I was just going to say that. That was going to be my first point was how tiny politics is. No? (laughs) I'm going to get out of your way right now. (laughs) You jumped out of your chair right there. You sound like me right there. No, because I just keep hearing all these uh, political tweets Elon's sending out and whatnot. But it's, it's, it's so small. It's, it's a so tiny, tiny little pie. It's a piece of tiny piece of pie. Um, yes, it's the tiniest of the tract. Uh, but remember the SEC. Remember they oh, they have yeah. some oversight it's over control. his account. Although this goes back to even before mm. that oversight would have existed. Uh, SpaceX is the second most mentioned subject on Musk's Twitter feed, mm-hmm. and it's very close to Tesla at this point, right? Yeah, goes to show you. His commitment to, to SpaceX, because mm-hmm. comparatively, you would assume, as the CEO of Tesla, that you'd be tweeting about Tesla. Tesla's a lot kind of more. a big deal. Yeah, but I think it's also shifted in recent years. There's other things too, like uh, the Boring Company, Solar City, Hyperloop. For those that remember that, Neuralink, which gets talked about from time to time, and then going way back, PayPal. A lot of people don't remember. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's so many projects, man, and so many tweets over the years. But to see it in this form really gives you a nice, quick glance at the yeah. agenda and the things that are uh, important. Uh, inside of Tesla, there's subcategories you can also track. Tesla, driving, technology, uh, scroll up a little bit more, Well, cars. cars. And then in SpaceX, you have space companies, other spaceships, SpaceX, planets, and technology. So this is tracking individual words mm-hmm. and topics within it's cool these to see the uh, release dates as well. Mm-hmm. History. This could be a poster. It oh, could yeah, be a poster. You mean a physical poster mm-hmm. in the real world? Yeah. I prefer NFTs. Yeah. That's not true. Was, All right. Yeah. I get it. We haven't said NFT on this show in a very long time. The word NFT mm-hmm. or the three letters. Electric vehicle push bumps up against chaos in the nickel market. Surging nickel prices threaten to put a dent in EV ambitions. Miner caught in squeeze may offer to ease supply crunch. You need that. You need that nickel, don't you? Precious metals, materials. Uh, I think you actually need nickel in in for regular cars or combustion cars as well yeah but uh, nickel for electric vehicles uh like raw material for batteries for sure yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, lithium all these all these things a global push among automakers to expand their lineups of electric vehicles just got a lot more expensive surging nickel pri- i mean what isn't surging right now it's all surging all the materials all the natural resources mm-hmm. it's all surging mm-hmm Surging nickel prices threaten to put a dent in the auto industry's EV ambitions with key battery metal caught up in the war, induced supply worries, and a short squeeze that sent prices to unprecedented highs. Analysts say prices will subside from current stratospheric levels. The bad news is they could remain elevated and add hundreds of dollars in costs. Well, listen, we already know it's, it's hard enough to make these things in a timely manner with the, the timelines on this. The, the the Teslas and the Rivians and the even the Ford Lightning. To like, yeah, we're going to probably push that back a little bit. Mm-hmm. We're going to probably push that back a little bit. And so this only adds to that delay. 
you had chip shortages that now he's just talking about pricing. And this was another thing, you know, somebody said, Will, and this is not related necessarily to this uh, nickel situation, but somebody said that you should get today's Bronco price, your contract in writing. I did, yeah. They actually told me that um, the price is not going to change um, in 2023. Okay. Well, somebody like said based on my contract. But somebody yeah. had said that's based, a good point, though. Based on their own experience. Well, Rivian. Well, Rivian did it, and then they backtracked. Yeah, and it but, was for everyone. But even even like on the dealer level, they can just be like, "We've got another buyer that was willing to pay pay a lot more." And yeah. you just if you have a contract, if you got it in writing, you got it in writing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the guy's just trying to help you out, Will. No, I appreciate it. They love your build. <laughs> Thank you. Prices rose as much as 250% in two in the last two days. In two days, more than 100,000 a ton. Hmm. A uh, 100-watt kilowatt-hour battery would require about $3,100 worth of nickel, which is more than double last year's average cost. You see that? It's biting into the profit margins. Mm. I didn't know that. 100-kilowatt battery, $3,000 worth of nickel. Nickel metal hydride. I don't... I'm just battery tech. I'm, I'm sure there's different okay, yeah. implementations. You had to say it, though. Nickel metal hydride? Yeah. yeah it's, it's fun to say. Sure. You, you want to try it? No, no. Mo? Mm. What about lithium ion? No, okay. Aluminium? Oh, aluminium. There you go. That's a good one. Yeah. The uh, people in the UK will love that. Yeah. Made of w- one so- solid piece of aluminium. Solid brick of aluminium. 2024 Volkswagen ID Buzz. First look. Patience still required for the American version. Yep. Yeah. Uh, maybe Kirk? Maybe Kirk? I'll rip that. Mm-hmm. Sure. Maybe Kirk can pull it off. Mm-hmm. It looks surprisingly fun it does and utilitarian mm-hmm. and it makes me want to go on a road trip road trip back. with the family right? I, for some reason i want to go on a road trip uh they brought back the classic design but somehow made it futuristic mm-hmm. which is not easy to do how do you do it you go electric you go futuristic yet it's still it's got exudes it's true to its feeling the bus yeah and so that's very impressive it's not going to be as aerodynamic as some of these other EV designs, mm-hmm. but it also kind of can't be because it's a people mover. It's about utility. Right, you get right. a lot of people in there. This thing's not about speed. Oh, here we have some interior shots. Yeah, that's a comfy place to be for a while. Look at the materials and upholsteries. I don't know if it's it has very any, bright. I don't think it has any uh, drain plugs. <laughs> no, this is upholstery. <laughs> the mm. worst. Mm. You're going out camping for. I know that. So, uh, you're not you, you don't attempt to hose this one down, which is yeah. Will's Will's dream come true. He just wants to hose things down. <laughs> it's so <laughs> weird do. for me to see cars without a shift, a stick shift, or like the gear selector. Oh, gear selector. Yeah. yeah, I was like, are you driving a manual? No, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah, uh, they I, all it's just have push all button different. or. Mm-hmm. Well, what Tesla's trying to do is have it happen automatically. They don't yeah. even want you to right, right now. Oh, utility. Will, you can put stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of space. That's a huge. Yeah. What are you going to put in there? Uh, 
I'll put a bed in there. Mm -hmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. you start but your van life? It's you either a little fridge or a little fridge. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know. Are you gonna put a surfboard? Cooler. I feel like you need a surfboard. Surfboard. Yeah, uh, well, I'm you, good with that. Uh, you put mount it at the top. Right? Don't you feel like this vehicle uh, smells like a surfboard? It sure does. Yeah, yeah it does. It's right? very beachy. Yeah, it's got a beach thing going on. It's yeah. like the sunset here. I know you're more of the snowboard when it comes to having a board. Uh huh. But I feel like it's not that big of a leap for you to get to do the surfboard as well. Uh, I, I'm good with that. Water is not my thing. Not a big water guy. Yeah. Yeah. I like looking at the water, not being in it. Wow. You I like the way he said that. You refuse to go in the water? Um, I don't refuse. It's uh, just... You don't refuse, you just have... Not my thing. You have no fun when you do it. I wouldn't say that, <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Well, just the, that's just the uh, the energy I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. um, no, I mean I'll go in the water, but but don't. But I shouldn't expect you to have that. fun. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's like I'm, I'm either. My, my, my brother does. So, my brother does things like that. Like okay. I'll do it, but don't expect me to enjoy it. <laughs> say that to you. He like lets you know. <laughs> well, I'm not saying he would say that explicitly, but I know that's the case. That's, yeah. Okay. Like, fine, I'll do it, but... Very yeah. reluctantly. But that's where this begins and ends. There's a really distinct line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll go to the event, but don't expect me to talk. I'm talking to no one. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so this is going to be 45000 to $60,000 base price. That's estimated. Uh, rear motor, rear wheel drive, two to six passenger, three to four door van. Can I get a four wheel drive model or no? Maybe for North America, they do something like that. 200 horsepower. It's not going to be very quick, but... Not really meant to be. Have you seen the zero to sixty? Eight point five seconds. Okay, I was gonna make you guess. Mm. And the range two hundred and seventy miles is the current estimate. On sale fall of twenty twenty five. I think they'll sell these things. I really. I agree. I really think they're gonna sell these things because yeah. you know what it is. There's a lot of people that got into the van thing. Yeah. But the current state of the van thing is just too much. Mm -hmm. It's just. It's a whole thing. Mm -hmm. This lets you have it on the weekend and shut the hell up the rest of the time. There you go. You know what I mean? And it's just, it's really cool looking to me. I like it. Oh, but do you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah, it's too much. The it, whole van It's life more thing. Um, it's, approachable. It's like... Like a weekend warrior type guy. It's like I can do some things, mm -hmm. but I don't have to change everything about myself. Right. I can take a shower still. Okay. Van life people take showers. No, man. but you know what I'm saying. Indoors <laughs> yeah, in a house. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm saying it's not like a challenge. Yeah. Right? Those things are kind of challenging. There's like almost yeah. like um But it's part of it. To, to them, almost they... like at the extent or at the extreme of uh, minimalism. Like what do I even need to own? Right. And then yes. like, you got one fork. Mm -hmm. Imagine you just had two. <laughs> yeah. Just two forks. Not that much more. Now there's always one clean fork. There you go. Then you wash the other fork, and then you have, a backup. You have a backup system. What if yeah. the fork goes missing? What if the fork gets bent? Your forks go through a lot, eh? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. I'm just, I mean, I got lost. I'm, are you kidding me? People saying it looks like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles van. Oh, that's oh. sick. I had that toy. It does kind of, though. That's Can sick. Well, it's in yellow, yellow as well. Yeah, Will can bring it up. 
Oh, they had other colors, by the way. But um, my two-year-old called. Oh yeah, it yeah, does. It Whoa. Does. That was fresh sound, California. I I, I had Shout that. Out. I had that toy. Um, my two-year-old calls doesn't call them the Ninja Turtles. She calls them the Engine Turtles. The Engine Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> she she goes, Dad, <laughs> Dad, can we watch Engine Turtles? Oh, you want to see those Engine Turtles? Mm. Um, quick update on Grimes and Elon. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, Grimes has another child from Elon. From Elon, he sent it over to her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the Tesla. <laughs> the with with Elon, but I guess they're not together. It just kind of sounds weird. Yeah, no, but I know what you mean. I, I know what you mean. They 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 both have a they have a new child. They they're welcoming a new child. Mm-hmm. Um, even though they they are not uh, a pair, mm-hmm. at least publicly, but obviously they get together from time to time if they're welcoming another child. I uh, do wonder what they're gonna name this child. I think they said uh, that. I think they said it because really? the first one was X, right? So I think this one is Y. Really? I feel like I saw this trending, or maybe people were just making suggestions. Yeah, uh, Grimes and Billionaire Elon Musk has second child this past December, a baby girl named Exa Dark Sidereal Musk. Grimes said she wanted to keep most details of her daughter's life private, identifying her only as Y, but eventually revealed the full name to the writer. It's interesting. Her name is Exa Dark, but she refers to the, her second child as Y. I thought the first one was X. Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't it A and E? Well, together? I know it was a whole thing, but I think that they, in was order it, to... F- was it just X? Well, I think in order to f- to have a, a like a reference that you could just say, yeah, it was X. Was, oh, yeah, right. X. Okay. Grimes said her difficult pregnancy with her, uh, her and Musk's first child, X, prompted the parents to have their second child via surrogate. Okay. I hemorrhaged, she said. It was scary. Last year, Musk told Time... That the couple was semi-separated, but Grimes said the relationship remains in flux. I would probably refer to him as my boyfriend, but we're very fluid. We live in separate houses. We're best friends. We see each other all the time, she said. We just have our own thing going on, and I don't expect other people to understand it. Uh, she added that she that they want at least three or four children. Okay. So they're together. They're just together in a different way. It seems like. So even though they have um, some very unique names for these children, it seems like in order to reference them publicly, they will be referred to as X number one, Y number two, which interestingly enough are also models of Tesla cars. Mm -hmm. So I guess S is coming up. Sure. And three is coming up. Hmm. Well, there you go. Congrats. Oh, oh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser trailer, yeah. Disney Plus. I have not watched this. It's number one on trending, 7.38 million views. It was Yeah, it's trending number one. Um, I think it was out yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it garnered a lot of views, as you can see. And the, and the people love it. 422,000 thumbs up. I have not watched it. You have watched it. You're going to play it for me. The people 
are going to have to watch it on their own second window because we yeah. can't show it. Yeah. Right? They'll, it's trending, I think, number one at this time. Disney will kill us. So uh, you can just catch it, open they, another window. They won't actually kill us, but they. I feel the need to clear that up. Mm-hmm. Sony will not allow it. So Or Sony. Disney. Or Sony. Yeah. I'm like, hey, Sony, why? what are you mad about? Go ahead. We'll play it so that I can at least see it. All right. I'm just going to queue it up with uh, other people right now. Um, just going to count down. Oh, cool. Oh, nice. So we're going to watch together? Okay, yeah. you got to go Hopefully open it. this in a separate window or on another device so that we're going to watch this together. Wow, it's really interesting. And concept. there's no there's no sound, right? Because we can't play it. This is really... Am I, I'm going to ah. hear sound or no? No. Okay, I'm not going to hear sound. I don't know that I need to because you watched it before and you said, I, I don't need to. I can still react. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay. In three, two, one, play. Wow. We have to respond silently to this. <laughs> I feel the need to narrate. Yes. So I'm guessing they're in Tatooine. They're always in Tatooine. <laughs> and it's Ewan McGregor. So Which is lovely. Um this probably takes place uh like between the first series and the second series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he, yeah. he was uh, Phantom Menace. He was in Phantom Menace. He was Phantom Menace. Yeah, and you can kind of see. I think he was looking at Luke Skywalker there, mm-hmm. just uh, keeping an eye out on him. No, wait, wait Luke or uh, Anakin? That was Luke. That was Luke. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. How do you know? How does Kirk know for sure? And mm-hmm. this is uh, obviously. Streaming exclusively on Disney Plus. Of course it is. They're trying to they can get some some subscriptions out of this. And there's Jedi's. It's all the things. I think he was in the first. They got a budget or what do they got? Yeah, this is a crazy budget. They got a budget for it. So it's gonna be big it's gonna be better than Bobby Fett. Is that what you're saying? Bigger than Mandalorian. Because this is this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. This better is the OG. Than, bigger, better than Mandalorian? Definitely. Wow. Will has said it on the record here. Uh, we're uh, seeing a battle. There's a sort of uh, Darth Vader-esque type villain character mm-hmm. going a on. A Sith Lord. Oh, it would be a Sith. It would be a Sith Lord. Yeah. That's what you would call it. Yeah. There were uh, lightsabers, which everyone loves. And actually, they just put a lightsaber in the Disney logo at the end. That's very creative, eh? This, this has a lot of people excited. Yeah. Um, right now, there's plenty of people that know more about this lore than I do. But see, he's practicing driving, which is Anakin. Mm-hmm. What? No, that's uh, uh, that's, Luke. that's Luke. But that's Luke and his uncle and his aunt on the moisture farm. Oh, right. Because I guess Obi Wan is older too. He okay. looks older. If Obi Wan, I could is, be wrong. No, if Obi Wan's that old, then it can't be Anakin yeah. because yeah. then. Doesn't make any sense. Which look at his binoculars. Steampunky. And his leather glove. It looked like they were in Blade Runner for a minute. In the city scene? Yeah. 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 I like the city scene. Very futuristic. I'll watch this thing. If uh yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll watch this thing. Okay. I'll give this a crack. It's been a while with the lightsabers and such. Uh what is it? It's gonna be like an eight episode? Uh, they don't. Well, who's say. that? Who's that? That's what is that? <laughs> I don't know. 
Yeah, you maybe do. someone in the comments can tell it's us. It's a red. It's a red lightsaber. Red means evil, right? Yes, sir. So. It does. <laughs> um, red means bad news for you. Uh, yeah. So it's airing in May twenty fifth. May twenty fifth. That's not too far. Limited off. series. Um. Yeah, I mean it's 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 fine. Why does that trailer breakdown say Vader? Is this like a different look at a Vader? A different Vader? Oh, remember when Vader takes his helmet off? He looks like that. But not, but I mean, not like that. But like enough like that. Okay. Okay, then. That's Vader. <laughs> wow. Heard it from Kirk. Will doesn't want to go on the record with that. Anyway, yeah. listen, number one on trending, you need to know what's going on. That's why we bring it to you. You need to be informed. You need to be aware of the internet. And uh, so we help you with that. It's our job. It's our mission. We appreciate it. Uh, we appreciate you for uh, letting us do that, for nominating us to do that. I don't know if anyone ever cast an official ballot. Probably not. But just by being here, that counts. Yeah. It's all we need. And uh, we'll continue to feature a wide breadth. And Mo's going to keep supplying stories because he's a newsman now, too. It can't just mm -hmm. be Willie Do. He's a newsman. He's talking about stock splits now. I know. What is I'm this? I'm learning so much from him. <laughs> I feel like uh, we're, we're, we're progressing rapidly towards like a wise Mo. I think so. No, no, no. I'm going to stay silly on this show. Oh, okay, so we shouldn't get carried away? No. Don't, don't you remember the one time we painted the picture with the, the right. pipe and the, I don't know. That was nice. I like the pocket watch. It's a borderline going yeah. on. Uh, I think we got one more day in this week. Yep. yep. Tomorrow at noon. I think we'll see you tomorrow at noon. This thing happens at noon. Go check out uh, later shorts on YouTube and I don't know. Subscribe if you want to or just watch a couple of them. Yeah. Kirk's been editing and nobody even saw any of it so <laughs> so he's very upset he's very upset about it he's editing and nobody even saw any of it so just go watch it and <laughs> what? go 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 watch it and then uh, uh, leave a comment as well mm -hmm. leave a comment and possibly subscribe as well definitely later shorts and of course there's always later clips for you too this is yeah. a, it's a whole mm -hmm. There's a whole every format. There's we a whole touch universe it. going on here. This is kind of like Star Wars. Yes. Or Disney Plus. Yeah. Or Obi Wan. Kenobi. Or uh, some type of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Is this the red or the green lightsaber though? Both. Dual wield. You got to do that. Oh. <laughs>